Welcome to Campus Firewatch Radio. My name is Ed Camo. Joining us today on Campus Firewatch Radio is Paul Otenti, who's the fire safety officer of the Paul Smith College in upstate New York. Uh, thanks for joining us, Paul. Thanks for asking me, Ed. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I met Paul a few months ago at a, a fire safety conference, and uh, I heard his presentation on how he goes about engaging the students in fire safety at his school, and I just found it really fascinating. And uh, he was kind enough to sit down, and I, I, I videotaped him at the conference there, and you actually can see the videotape on the uh, Campus Firewatch website. But I also want to uh, get a chance to talk to him here with Campus Firewatch Radio. So, uh, you know, it's just, Paul, is just so impressed with what you're doing up there. I mean, it sounds so creative and different in terms of what you're doing to, to engage the students. And, and it sounds like that's really a central part of what you're doing is engagement, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct, Ed. Um, I believe that's really important um, to engage these students so I'm able to give them some some fire safety knowledge. So it's, it's really about educating them at that level. Mm-hmm. I mean, just to trying to do the simple PowerPoint or brochure, you know, you've certainly have gone far beyond that in terms of trying to get in front of them and try to get that information to them in some pretty creative ways. And and one of the ones that, that stood out in my mind was just the simple zipper pulls that you were doing. Yeah, um, it is important with, with young folks today to, to stand up in front of them and lecture them. Um, doesn't really go very far. They, they kind of tune you out pretty soon, pretty quickly. And what we tried to do is engage them in a way that's kind of fun, some activity-wise. And as you mentioned, we've done um, some uh, presentations where we passed out these very simple, cheap, in, inexpensive zipper pulls that we can put on their backpacks. And A, they kids like to collect stuff. And B, this gives me an idea. I can look around campus and I can see all these different color zipper pulls. And I know that that particular student was in the class that we had maybe on uh, fire extinguishes or just some general safety practices. And we turned it into a situation where um, we would actually give prizes away our safety officers, other than me, would go around a week later and I, I'd give them a number. I'd put some gift cards in an envelope and I'd say, hey, when you see the 12th kid with the orange zipper pull, hand them this envelope. So we started giving prizes away, which then the kids wanted to find out, how do I get a zipper pull? And then I could say, come to the next presentation. And, and we'd advertise the presentation and we'd give out another different color zipper pull. And we keep giving some prizes away and really kind of get a chance to bond with a lot of these kids. Excellent. Excellent. And, and, you know, there's just so many different ways you can do it that you seem to be hitting a lot of. And the other one was a mural, you know, that you, the mural outside your office, is it still there? Yes, it is. Um, originally, I tried to engage the art club in uh, painting a mural outside my office that reflected Paul Smith's College uh, campus life. We're kind of out here in the wilderness, so and we're in a, you know uh, an environmental school. And um, the art club uh, they they started out gangbusters. They did finish it. One young lady followed the project through, and we've got a, a mural that's about one third complete. She's since graduated and moved on. It's about one third complete, so it's going to be a living mural. And this fall, when the, when the kids come back to school, we're going to have a little contest 
of um, we're going to offer it up to the art kids or anyone on campus. If they put forward a design, then uh, we're going to paint the second third of this mural in their design. So we're actually going to turn it into a little bit of a contest on campus. So, I mean, what does that gain you having a mural painted outside your office? What opportunity does that present to you? Well, <clears throat> I'm of the firm belief that you're not going to be able to get your message out to everyone all at the same time. Sometimes you've got a, you know, a, a group of five kids here that you went over, and, and maybe it's 20 kids there that you went over. So uh, by engaging the art club, I, I connected with five or six more kids, and we've put some life into this old building. My, my office is in an old gymnasium that was just pretty stagnant. And now what happens, there's a little more life here. People come by to see the mural. There's a little workout station in front of my office. So kids come up and they, they do some uh, wrestling and boxing. And we got a music room now down the hallway. So some kids come use that. So it's put some life back in here. And that gives me the opportunity to step outside my office and chat with the kids. Sometimes it's about fire safety. Sometimes it's just about um, how the semester is going. It gives me another chance to connect and bond with these kids on campus. And you, I think you're bringing up an interesting point, too, that your office isn't in some administration building somewhere. You're kind of right in a very active area where you have the ability to engage with them. So it's not a, a typical EHS office type situation, it sounds like. Um, that's somewhat true, Ed. Um, I am not in any administration building. I am in the, the old gymnasium. So it's on the edges of campus. So I'm trying to draw more life out this way. But I also recognize that the majority of the kids don't pass by this building. So that's when I hop on my bicycle and I'm, I'm patrolling campus, chatting with them during the day. How's things going? They see me. I'm visible on campus. They can approach me. So I also get out more in, into the um, onto the campus instead of just staying in the office and hope everybody comes to me. Probably one of the more um, interesting methods of engagement that I remember you mentioning were the body bags. And we're going to do that again this year uh, at the Campus Safety Fair. Um, I've used, I was able to get, uh, I had an idea, and I, I wanted to make a visual for students who are here in this beautiful environment in the Adirondacks who don't necessarily um, realize or pay attention to all across the country whether it's in um, on-campus or off-campus, fire deaths take place. And I wanted them to get a visual. And the way I did it two years ago was to take the number of, of uh, college students who had perished in fires, whether it was on-campus or, or off-campus, really didn't matter to me because I look at that as kids who have perished in fires in colleges all over um, uh, the country who are students, they're still students, college students. So I, I put out five body bags on our great lawn during one of our um, campus safety fair days. And I had a little description of each individual and, you know, had like some saying based on how, how they perished, how the fire started. And it might have been from, you know, a cigarette in the sofa. Nobody checked the sofa or removing the batteries from, from their smoke detectors. 
So the first year we put out those body bags and um, we, we got a little of attention. Last year, I did the same thing with the number of, of college students that had died in the nation. Um, I put body bags out for those folks. And behind them, I just put some crosses in the ground representing the um, kids from the previous year. And I will continue to do that as long as I'm here at the college. And we're going to build this so they actually see, yeah, college students die in fires. Hmm. Did you get any pushback from administration when you were trying something like this? Yes, um, a little bit. Um, a couple faculty complained to the provost of the college. And uh, they said, you know, this really upset us. And the provost said, well, good, because that's what it was meant to do is, is get your attention so that you understand there is a fire safety problem at college campuses across the nation that we need to deal with and not ignore. So um, from administration, very supportive. Um, some faculty folks, you know, they were, man, they didn't quite buy into it yet, but hopefully they'll, they'll understand in the long run. Well, so from something um, like body bags, so maybe a little bit more mundane, your midnight fire drills, uh, where you're out there with the kids. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Um, <clears throat> this past um, school year, when doing our you know, required fire drills, we did one in the middle of the night. We got it all lined up to do all the residence halls, uh, starting at 1230 at night. And we ran until uh, 2.30 in the morning. And uh, again, as, as we all know that are in this business, you know, it's a dangerous time. So I really wanted to run one at night where the kids would have to wake up, you know, from their sleep and figure out how to get out of the building and all that. So we did it. And I realized I was going to get some complaining because that's what happens. That's what college kids do. And one of the things I figured they were going to complain on was um, that they're, you know, they're going outside in the middle of the night and in shorts or pajamas or whatever. So I said, well, I'll nip that one in the bud. And I wore a pair of shorts and a T-shirt. In other words, I dressed just like them. So I stood out in the cold with them. I, and it was a little drizzly as the night went on. So that took that dimension right out of the um, equation that they couldn't complain about, hey, we're out here freezing and you're in a coat. And it also earned some respect because they realized I'm not doing this just to screw with you guys. I'm doing it because I care and I, I, I feel your pain. Um, so we did it. And there were complaints to the president from students, some faculty, and even some parents. And the president um explain to everyone why this was important. So we had good support there. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm hearing, you know, throughout this conversation, you're talking about getting out on campus and your bike and engaging with the students and you're out there with them. And you're a relatively small campus, aren't you? That's correct. Um, we have on average about a thousand students. Um, we're a small campus from the point, well, it, looks, it depends how you look at it. We have like 44,000 acres that we consider our classroom because we are a forestry type school. Um, 
But yeah, campus wide, we're in a real small area, about a thousand kids. So, I mean, do you think that a lot of what you're doing is something that could translate to a larger school? I mean, yeah, and people listening to this might say, well, yeah, you can do that on a, on a campus with a thousand students, but I've got 10, 20, 30,000 students. I can't be out there doing a lot of these, these ta tactics that you're doing. Um, do you think they can scale them up? That's a good question, Ed. Um, I believe they can. Um, as we know, not, a, not every solution works for everyone. I think what, what I'm doing here is, is really nothing, you know, like some great discovery. It's, it's basically community policing, just in a little different manner. So for a big school uh, or university, I think they can take components of this and see how, it, how they could make it work in their system. For example, if you say to one, if, you know, we get a staff of two officers, uh, two, two campus safety officers are on duty at any point in time during the day. I'm here day, so that kind of gives us a third. But if you, if you have a staff of, you know, four or five, six officers or more, take one and say, hey, today you're walking campus or you're going to spend the day in the, in, the, um, in the dining hall and I want you to engage kids. Because that's really the key is find ways to engage them, to talk to them. And sometimes it's not even about fire safety. So I think if you take some of the ideas and how does it fit with you as opposed to saying, hey, you know, we got 20,000 kids. We can't do this. I would tend to disagree. You can. Mm -hmm. When you're coming out with the ideas for your programs, do you have a, a mechanism for kind of giving it a student reality check to, to you know, you know, you have ideas and you think, well, they might work or they might not work. Is there are there people that you bounce these things off of? Do you have a cadre of students that you can work with? Um, yes, I do, actually, um, because I realize that I sit in my office sometimes and I come up with like the hundred best ideas every day. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're going to work. Um, I do have a work study who works three days a week with me in the office. So I'm always bouncing things off him and he's a 19 year old student, but I've also, as I've, um, connected with other kids on campus. I'm always asking them, hey, what did you think about this? Or what did you think about that? Or, you know, um, the fire drills uh, was a good point. Um, after we did it, um, the very next day, uh, I was on campus. I made a point to come in early. And, and, and that day I walked because I needed to really get around and talk to a lot of kids and, and ask them, hey, what did, you know, what about the fire drill? I heard I kicked you off last night. And they said, yeah, you did. But by the time we got done talking, they understood why we did it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so I try to find some students that um, I know are going to give me an honest answer. And, you know, I throw it out to them and let them kick it around. And sometimes they come back with much better ideas than I had. And certainly it helps for for um, it helps me because they're kind of telling me how they receive information, the way they like to receive it. And I guess the biggest thing is, you know, does it all, I mean, the bottom line really is, does it work? You know, that's, that's what you're really going for is, you know, you might, like you said, you have a hundred good ideas, but do they work? Do you have any way of measuring your impact? Do you have a way of, of saying, okay, this idea worked or this one didn't? I mean, I think your, your zipper pull idea was a good way of measuring impact right there. Yeah. Um, um, 
because up until that point, we um, when they had done these presentations before, uh, when I asked my boss, well, well, how many kids do you, did you see? And, and there was no good answer. So um, having the zipper pulls, um, I think one of the, the earlier presentations, and then we, we kept giving them out for some other presentations. But I, I think I audited 500 of the first zipper pull. And when I only had five left in the box, I knew that I had had some contact with 400 and 95 kids. So that gave me an idea of, wow, you know, we hit almost, you know, half our population. Um, and then certainly with the different color tags, some we hit the same kids, some we hit other kids. So um, that was a way to measure it. And uh, another way is kids calling me or sending me an email, um, asking me a question, a fire safety question, or um, sometimes they, they kind of uh, squeal on each other because I've tried to make the point with them that your safety here at the school, your fire safety at the school depends on you, but it also depends on your roommate and everybody else in that dorm that you're living in. Because if they do something unsafe, then uh, you're unsafe. So, you know, I'll get phone calls and they'll say, hey, Paul, you didn't hear this from me, but so-and-so has candles in their room. <laughs> you know, so, mm. so there's another way where I'm, I start to see this feedback even from faculty calling up ahead of time saying, hey, we want to do this in this particular area. Is is that violating any fire codes or anything? So that's something that hasn't happened in the past here. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. So we're going to be coming up on September, Campus Fire Safety Month. Are you doing anything uh, different this year, trying something new? We're, we're, um, we're going to do a couple of the same things we've done before. Um, as the kids come back, I have uh, one of the first nights with the freshmen, I have them, and we'll do some quick fire safety stuff. And I do that in an entertaining manner. Um, in fact, I open that presentation with a body bag over my arm, asking them, what kind of body bag is this? Um, and I solicit the answer that it's empty. And so we want to keep it that way this year. Uh, so we're going to do that. I'm taking a group of freshmen also over to the fire department on a Sunday for uh, any of those that are interested in joining the fire department. We did this last year. We had 12 students join the local fire department, which was great for them. It bolstered their numbers in a time when it's real hard to get volunteers. So they've had, the fire department has asked us to do that again. So we're going to do that. I have um, the after the fire presentation and Sean and Alvaro are, are coming up in September. We've expanded the campus safety fair to include more departments, trying to uh, you know make that a little bigger and better. We did a, a, a smokehouse type of situation last year and we're, I'm in the process of soliciting some donations. I want to make that bigger by adding some walls and doors in a, in a space I have here. And uh, we ran that as a competition last year and gave out some prizes. So we're going to do that again. And who knows what will happen, what ideas I'll come up with between now and, and September. Well, really appreciate you taking the time here, Paul. I mean, you do have some very creative and innovative ideas out there that um, you know, I'm glad you could share them with us and share them with the listeners here on Campus Firewatch Radio. And I really wish you the best of luck out there uh, over the next year. We've been pretty lucky, too, by the way. You're only going to have what looks like four body bags out there this year. I mean, each one of those is a tragedy, but we certainly have seen uh, 
a pretty significant decrease in the number of fatalities over the years from a high of 20 down to four. And it's, I really think it's because of a lot of the efforts of people like yourself, what they're doing out there to, to raise this awareness among students. Well, Ed, thank you very much for, for inviting me to this. And that's it. We'll, we'll just we'll keep motoring on. Well, we've been talking with Paul Otenti, who's a fire safety officer at Paul Smith College in New York. And if you're interested in seeing the video um, that I shot of him a few months ago, you can also see that on the Campus Firewatch website at uh, campus-firewatch.com. Thanks for joining us today here on Campus Firewatch Radio. My name is Ed Kamau.